My Journey with Cancer. I've discovered a golden truth that from the start I was in your heart. A revelation that changed my world that from round one I am God's son. To be sure, in my mind, just who I am brings such peace, such joy. In my heart, in my soul, this means everything. I'm a man on a mission, I'm God's envoy. For now, I cancer sufferer. I'm a human being with cancer. It's my belief that God has called me to be frank and open about my cancer and my journey, whether it be long or short, to tell the world what it's like to have cancer and to walk that journey and to share with anyone who will listen what God can do so that you can see what cancer treatment is like. For many of us, it's a mystery and it's a frightening thing, but it isn't. It doesn't have to be. And if you listen to my journey, it might give you hope in yours. Pops, yeah, we'd love to come on the journey with you. Amen. Chemotherapy very specifically targets dividing cells. The faster the cells divide, the more they're targeted. They're destroyed at division when they're replicating. Now, cancer cells don't know how to stop replicating. So cancer cells are well targeted by chemotherapy. Unfortunately, the lining of your mouth and your nose and your gut, your fingernails, your hair follicles are all cells that divide frequently. And so they're all targeted by the chemotherapy because they can't do anything else. So your hair will drop out. There are alternatives. One of the things I was offered was called a cold cap. While you have your chemotherapy, you sit with a cap on that has cold air ported into it and this chills your scalp. This cuts down the amount of chemotherapy drug that gets to your hair follicles in that first hour or two. That's quite important because that's when it's at its strongest. Chemotherapy has a half-life in your body. So the more you can delay it getting to your hair follicles, the theory is, the more it'll delay you losing your hair. To be honest, I wasn't worried. I had my chemotherapy on the 17th of December and on the 1st of January, two-thirds of my hair fell out. Mm -hmm. Literally in a day, Mm two-thirds of my hair disappeared. Mm -hmm. It'll grow back. It's the least of my worries. Well, that's right. I take, for example, my daughter-in-law, Fiona, she had a lot of treatment for thyroid cancer and she lost her hair completely but she now has a glorious head of hair in fact an amazingly glorious head of hair seems to be far far better than ever was before and my hairdresser said to me because I was worrying three months after I came out of hospital I went back to the hairdresser and um, I said every time I comb my hair my hair seems to be coming out and coming out I don't know what's wrong And he says, don't worry, he says, it will do. So I says, well, what do you mean it will do? 
Well, he says, when you go through a shock situation or you go through medical treatment, all the strength in your body goes towards sorting out the things that matter. Mm. Your hair doesn't matter in the slightest, so it gets neglected. As soon as your body sorts itself out, then everything will balance up and your hair will get a fair share of the action and it'll be all right. Don't fret about it. So I don't. He yeah. knew his trade, yeah. and basically he said, don't fret. Yeah. So, don't fret. Yeah. I think we have to be like that with chemotherapy, you know. The drugs are very, very powerful, and they are going to have an effect on your body. For instance, for me, at this stage, I am just starting to lose some fingernails. Yeah, that's another part. That's, that's, that's another side effect of mm. it. It's an unusual one for it to go to the point of you losing nails. It usually just thins your nails. Mm. But the oncologist has said that she's never seen anybody have so many reactions to chemotherapy so early on. But the blessing is, she also said, she has never seen anybody have a reaction in terms of the cancer that has been so positive. That means it's working, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. I think we have to bear in mind the primary effect is to kill the cancer. Mm. And for me, in my case, the drug of choice has been ideal. Mm. When I started my chemotherapy, the PSA, which we've talked about before, measured 57 in my blood. So that's over 20 times the amount, showing that there were a number of larger cancers within my body. After the first session, it dropped to 11. Now I've had five sessions of chemotherapy and I will say that each time it has been less traumatic for me. Mm-hmm. After the fifth session it had dropped to 0.8. We're aiming for zero and I'm due to have one more session of chemo, session six, and then we're going to review mm-hmm. and I'm going to have some scans and we're going to see just exactly what's happening in my body. Mm-hmm. I'm confident that the oncologist is going to find that the cancer, if not gone entirely, is almost gone. That's great, isn't it? Seriously, yes. because yes, you God. were not saying that a few programmes ago. You were basically saying it's rampant and it's out of control. Before we started the chemo, yes. Frighteningly so, I felt. And of course, being a nurse, I instantly knew how dangerous it could be Hmm. when they told me where the tumours were. Because the... Well, they were getting towards the vital organs, weren't they? Well, one actually sits on the outside of my heart Hmm. and four on my left lung. It's not a good idea. No. And I knew that that was not a good prognosis Hmm. unless something amazing happened. Hmm. God does miracles for me sometimes. Sometimes things go right, which I expect to go wrong, and I realise the hand of God is behind it. But I've never had a miracle cure of a disease, but I've always had God there with me. And I feel that God has brought everything together, the right people, the right team, the right drugs, to effect a cure for me. I don't know how extensive this cancer will be. I don't know if it will have survived when I have my scans, but we will see. At the end of the day, as I said, we all strive to keep the life that God has given us. I think that is something God puts in human beings, that we strive to keep the life that God has given us so that we can serve him. Whatever happens, I've said before, whatever happens, that will be okay. That's been a move and a change in me that God has achieved over these past six months 
I think I said very early on when John first interviewed me, coming from a position of why me to a position of what next. Yes, because I was thinking in my mind, the tendency is not to blame God, but to battle with God, which is the why me, why me. But if you can not strive, but you can be at peace, and if you can coast along with God, then you can get through it. Small targets, not great big targets, small targets, day at a time, week at a time. I'm telling you this from my own 12 months experience. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you this because I have CBT every three months. And it's what the psychologist puts into me. And I say to her, yes, I completely agree with you. Mm. In fact, quite often I talk about that particular way in the conversation with her. And she says, oh, glad you're saying that, Norman, because that was what I was going to tell you. So I'm a little bit ahead of her. Mm. But it is being at rest, being at calm, coping with a situation, flowing along with it and staying at peace with God. My therapist can't actually understand the peace with God bit, but I still put it in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you, Jen. We get there in the <coughs> end, Jen. Her name's Jennifer. So, good. The summer is coming. The yes. garden's growing. The birds are singing. A few sunny days. And you're going to come back and talk about more. You are, aren't you? I am indeed, yes. The journey's not complete. See how things go? Yes. I always smile when I hear the term medical science. I know there's a lot of science in it, but actually medicine's an art form. It's more a, what can we do with this? We'll see what we can do. And I know that I'm on the standard treatment for prostate cancer, and I know that the doctors think they know what they're doing. But in actual fact, every person reacts differently to mm. chemotherapy. Mm. You get different side effects in different people. Mm. They have different intensity. Mm. You have a different response. Mm. So every person is an individual and to try and juggle all those individuals i think it's an art form rather than a science but the beauty is that when you're on this road you can see the hand of god in things around you that you never saw before had i not walked this journey i would not be as close to god as i am now there have been nights particularly in my first chemotherapy session the first two weeks i was so ill there were two or three nights I went to bed and I was not convinced I would wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. I always thought I would be terrified of that thought. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I put that down to God's love. And partly that's down to my Christian walk previously, what God has done in my life, what I've seen of God, what I know about God. I trust him. And if he says it's time to go home, I trust he's made the right choice. If he says it's time to stay here, I then have to trust it's the right choice. And that's why, in a sense, we battle to live. Yes, that's an interesting point, isn't it? That people tend to want to live their lives 
And then when things suddenly go bad, that's the time they'll turn to God. Mm. I tend to think, no, it doesn't quite work that way. What we have to do is we have to learn to walk with God when the times are good. Yes. And we have to practice that when the times are good. Yes. Because then when times suddenly, and they will suddenly, become bad, we're well practiced in being with God. And then we can rest in the God who we've known and learnt to trust. Mm. There is a statement, and I don't know whether you've ever come across it as a preacher, John, but I do remember somebody saying to me, there was an old man and he had a young minister come to him and this old man was getting pretty ill and the young minister said, isn't it time to thatch your roof properly? And the old man said, I thatched my roof properly when I was young and when the sun was shining and I was fit and I was well Mm. and now I'm living securely under that roof. Yes. And what he really meant was all about relationship with God. Yes. I got it and I sorted it when I was young and when I was fit and when I was well. Mm. And now I'm living in that relationship. It's hard, but that's the way to do it, isn't it? It is. I'm a great um, advocate for studying the Bible, studying what it means, because I think that becomes a backbone in your life. An understanding of the scriptures brings an understanding of the God who breathed them out. If you really, really know that God is love, you know that everything God does for you will be born out of love. And that helps you to lean into his arms in times of need. Yeah, I think we have to press the pause button there. And um, there will be another chat, won't there? Oh, indeed, yes. Great. Thanks very much, John. Thank you. You've been listening to my journey through cancer. I'd like to invite you to join me next week at the same place on the dial, at the same time, and walk a while with me. And I personally trust it will be a long, long series because I want to be round for a long time. If you've found what you've heard today helpful, if it's brought up issues in your life, then why not phone in to the Flame Studios? If you want to talk to me in particular, then Flame will pass your contact details on to me and I will be happy to talk to you as soon as I can. Jesus.